Hello, everyone. Welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda. And today we have another beautiful guest, a member of the Alchemy Circle named Anna Pickering. So I'm going to say now, buckle up, get ready to laugh, have some fun. Um, Anna is so much fun to talk to. She's very open, very transparent. And while her story has, you know, bits of seriousness to it, she is very funny in her um, mode of storytelling. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, Before we get into it, I just want to highlight um, some of the things about Anna and what it is that we discussed. She is a Reiki practitioner, but she also has a very creative business as well, which we do speak about in this episode. But Anna is a mother of two, and she went through a cycle, a time period of feeling overly exhausted, depressed, angry, whatever you can think of, you name it, she felt it. And she was really trying to find a way to come into a state or space of peace. And she she did try several different things, which we also talk about, but we also discuss how her relationship to energy work, working with Reiki and meditation ended up really helping her come into a space of managing her anxiety, but more importantly, having a deeper relationship and understanding of herself, starting to nurture herself in higher ways and how these tools have even supported her through her creative expressions and um, nurturing the relationships with her boys and her partner. So there's so much beauty within this conversation. Again, I'm sure you will laugh as Anna is very, very funny. I want to thank Anna so much for coming to share with all of you in hopes that it will support you on your path as well. If you want to learn more about Anna and her work, be sure to follow her on social media at Sisterhood of the Rose Reiki. And you can find her on Instagram or Facebook under that handle, Sisterhood of the Rose Reiki. There is also a website, sisterhoodoftherose.co.uk. But if you want to follow her in any way, just go down in the show description. You know, I have the links there for you so you can get in contact with Anna. I also want to thank all of the beautiful alchemists again who allowed me to um, do these interviews, have these discussions in hopes of sharing and supporting more of the community for all of those who will tune in and listen. If you have any questions for me or anyone that you hear within the series, feel free to reach out. You can contact me through my website, which is theenergeticalchemist.com, and you can contact the beautiful alchemist that you will hear from in the next few weeks by going in the show description and clicking on the links that are associated with their work. Um, I also want to say, I cannot believe we're in the final month of this year. <laughs> I, I it, it went by so fast. I don't know. I feel like I say that every year, but truly I'm like, where did this year go? But there are a lot of interesting energies um, coming up for us collectively this month. We actually just had the new moon um, uh, yesterday, and I'm sure many of you are already feeling that. But no matter what, if you would like to learn more about the energies of this month, what we will be experiencing collectively and seeing how that may relate to you and your life and your path, 
be sure to sign up for my newsletter at theenergeticalchemist.com. And that way you get access to Creating with the Moon and Stars, where I give you a monthly update every single month, uh, video format, and also some written um, material. And you also get access to 22 days of transformation. So a couple of free goodies there for you for signing up for the newsletter. But for now, sit back, enjoy this show. And thank you again to Anna. I will see you on the other side. Okay, everyone, welcome to Reiki Radio. I am your host, Yolanda, and we are continuing our series of the alchemy of Reiki. And today we have the beautiful opportunity to hold discussion with an alchemist named Anna. So Anna, I want to thank you so much for coming to the show today. <laughs> oh my God. Thank you so much. This is so, uh, this is so excited. I'm so excited. Yeah. Well, you know, it just crossed my mind too. I was interviewed by you before, I think a year yeah. ago. Yeah. So okay. it's an absolute honor. Yeah. Full circle to have you on the show. Um, as you know, you and I have discussed in the background and by now people have gotten the gist of this series it's really an opportunity to have conversations with energy workers that I know firsthand are practicing their practice and really implementing their practice into everyday life. And you are a mother of two young boys and you have your own businesses. And so it's um, excited to share your story with everyone listening because um, I know it will inspire many. But let's start before we get into too many details, Anna. I just want to back up to the beginning. <laughs> what even brought you in to the practices of Reiki and meditation? What was going on for you at that time in life? And how did you find it? So from the beginning, yeah. So um, Reiki came into my life when we had uh, moved into this house here um and we were renovating it and Henry was two and Huey was maybe a few months old um and I had gone to therapy and I'd I'd done I think I'd done about almost a year in therapy just getting loads off my chest and then I got to the point where I I just, I remember exactly where I was. I, I was on the sofa in the living room and I sat down and I thought, oh, I just really want to move forward now positively. Like I'd had enough talking, you know, I'd talked it all out and it was like, I really want to move forward positively. And it was like just this moment of, then I logged onto Facebook and I found this meditation evening. You know, that, that, that was the first synchronicity I guess for me without me knowing what it was and so I went to this meditation evening uh literally it was just down the road um and um and it was meditation infused with reiki so I really enjoyed the meditation evening mostly because I got to get out of bedtime with the kids so I was there I was enjoying it, it was like oh my god this is amazing and for the first time I didn't feel anxiety I was in a, quite a small room with strangers and normally I would feel really anxious and be like, you know, think, oh, how can I get out? Maybe I'll have a panic attack or, you know, but there was none of that feeling. I just felt really comfortable, really at home. And after I came away from it, I was like, 
wow, I, I don't think I've, I've ever felt like that really. So I kept going back to meditation and then I asked, you know, for the uh, Reiki one-to-one sessions um, and obviously <laughs> just totally enjoyed that because that was like, I mean, the meditation evenings were a luxury in themselves for me at the time because I was taking a step away from my children. So it was like then to have the Reiki one-to-one sessions was like just pure luxury, just like just me time. And then that led to the achievement. Yeah. Well, I have to ask you this before we go deeper into the Reiki side of things, because you mentioned you were dealing with some anxiety and clearly you had two young boys. One was two and one was a few months old. I mean, I, I can't imagine <laughs> that had to be a lot to contend with, but you, you had gone to talk therapy and then yeah. now you are practicing meditation. So was this your first time and how would you describe what was that experience like? Did you know what to expect from meditation and what did you end up getting from it? Um, I, yeah, I have touched on meditation a couple of times, but not um, not in a group setting. Okay. So I remember one time I remember was I, <laughs> I was very heavily pregnant with Henry um, and I bought some meditation. It was, again, it was probably for my anxiety and it was getting closer to, to labor. So I remember putting this meditation CD on, like, because we have CDs back there years ago and um so I put that on and I remember I was in the bed and it was early afternoon and I just fell asleep I must have fallen asleep for hours and I remember thinking waking up thinking oh my gosh like I've never been you know experienced that kind of calm or that peace especially not so heavily pregnant because I mean baby's moving all the time so I'd had that experience I think I'd had a couple of experiences of going to a little meditation session with a friend or something like that. But this was completely different because we were all sitting in this small room and, and now looking back on it, obviously the energy was so infused right. with, you know, this reiki um, this, this feeling of this welcoming feeling, really. And I remember just feeling like so safe and so, um, you know, there was no pressure on me to be anything. Mm. It was just a moment to just be and just sit there and listen to the, you know, the guided meditation um, and and just connect really, connect with myself. But there was a bit of a a connection going on in the room as well. So it it, it was just... It was like, um, because of everything that was going on, it just felt like, oh, God, this is just for me. This this yeah. is pure, purely for me. And it was just so nice to do something just for me. Yeah. Well, I wanted to ask you this, too, really quickly, because I know a lot of people who listen, um, some people are just starting a meditation practice or haven't done it. And, you know, some people are intimidated by even the idea of it. And now, I mean, you know, that was some time ago and you've been meditating for some time. So were you nervous about like, oh my God, was it mean to meditate? Or were you just kind of open to the idea of, hey, whatever, whatever is going to happen is going to happen. And what helped you to go into relationship with your meditation practice? Well, I mean, 
I was so like at that point because I've been going to therapy and I was so like desperate for like to get out and be like I mean going to therapy was an hour away from the kids as well so it was like whoa anything that was like just an hour for myself was very much uh, you know welcome um as for meditation I I just have this strange feeling of well you know it's it sounds really nice mm-hmm. you know I mean it just sounds like a really lovely thing to just sit and do nothing. <laughs> you know, I mean, I know now we're not doing nothing. I know, but at the time, I remember thinking this is just a time out. So I definitely went with excitement, and I mean, I had a little bit of nerves, but after the first session, I was just really excited to go back and do it again. Yeah. Um, especially because afterwards, it felt so good. And then from there, really, I didn't do any meditation for myself. I just kept going to the group. And then I learned about Reiki. Uh, well, I mean, I, I studied Reiki, but I never really, this is, you know, it's only in, since I've started with you, really have got into meditation and, you know, practicing my practice. Before then, it was like, well, I kind of understood Reiki as me going and lying on the table or so you know it was in meditation but I kind of in my in the meditation group it was the Reiki aspect was the hands on the feet so I associated with hands on healing so it wasn't until I really came to you and this is like so many years after my attunement and everything of realizing actually you know Reiki is not just hands on healing it's not someone doing it to me or me doing it to them it's this idea of you know looking at life and in a way that it starts to make you open your eyes to your behavior and try to you know manage it um, Mm -hmm. and help you in a in in get away from that technique you know it was so once I came uh, into the alchemy circle and I was like gosh you know the this meditation at first I was like I don't I think I was in resistance to it actually Mm -hmm. you know it's that kind of sitting down and and (laughs) sitting with yourself which is like you know I think uh, sometimes it's the last place you want to be is sitting down with your mind especially when there's so much going on and you're, you know, conditioned to be thinking about other people and what's coming next. And that's the mentality that I was in, you know, whereas like in this alchemy circle, just to be able to be guided by your meditations and really like really be guided, you know, like even just the right, find your seat and, you know, the, the make sure your back is in alignment. And because before that it, it was like, well, you know, what do you mean? I go, I go and meditate. I mean, like the only time I get peace and quiet is going out of the house <laughs> without the kids and lying on a table. So, you know, to me, it was a foreign concept of, eh, what do you mean I have to meditate? I can barely get five minutes to myself. Yeah. Uh, but obviously they were a lot younger then. Um, but it's just been this gradual process as, as, they've, as they've got a bit older and as I've, you know, taken more and more time for myself of, realizing that wow you know this meditation is everything yeah it's just so it's so powerful and it's very addictive oh it is oh my gosh don't even yeah yeah I mean I 
I always say if I can only practice one thing, meditation would be it because it, it really is so key in coming into a deep relationship with yourself. And I want to talk to you about that, the having moments to yourself, especially again, being a mom and all of that. But first, I want to talk about how then you segue into Reiki. And so you had the experience of sessions and having a timeout where you got to lay on the table and just be receptive. So what was it about that experience? What was that like? And then what was it about that experience that encouraged you to like, hey, I need to learn this thing? Like, what, what was your intent in learning back then? Uh, yeah, I mean, that's a good question, really, because I think for me, I have this personality where if I really enjoy something, I naturally want to share it with everybody like you know I naturally want to teach it I think I'm a natural teacher and my dad was a teacher and I, I think I grew up with that you know when I was younger I would do like as I was making myself some food I would like talk about it as if I was on you know a tv show so I think I'm just naturally I take what feels good to me um in my life and try and share it with others so obviously I was really enjoying this um you know the the one-on-one sessions were just so so lovely so relaxing I mean there were there were times when you know that a lot of emotions came up but I felt very safe I felt very loved in that moment I felt very you know like there was no judgment Mm -hmm. Um, and I felt also like I was being understood I was understand starting to understand myself um you know and I felt like this connection with whatever was going on was so it was like you know pulling me in so it was hard for me to not go you know what what's going on here because also I'm very much like I I want to understand things fully before I explain them so I wanted to as much as I wanted to share it when when I started to share what I was experiencing with like you know my mum friends or you know uh other people family friends I was like but what is it what is it that is happening you know what is Reiki what's energy what's actually scientifically happening so I think that's what led me to I want to learn more um and then just to I think to be attuned to it it was probably the idea that I could give myself Reiki you know that I could learn how to give it to myself um and also probably give it to my boys thinking this is great this is really going to chill them out like this is going to be so good um and and I think that that was I, I don't know if there was much intention behind it other than I'm really enjoying it and I want to understand it more so that I can share it in some way yeah well, I have to ask you this too, because you, you talked about how in the meditation sessions and even in the Reiki sessions, you, you felt held in like this loving space and all of this. What were you noticing any shifts in you and like even those feelings of anxiety then outside of the Reiki sessions and the meditation? Like, was it, did you get to a point where you started to recognize how just this exposure was starting to interact with you what what was that like yeah very much so I I noticed that I would come away feeling very calm um and that had an impact 
obviously on those around me. Um, but I would still, I would still get triggered by my kids or by situations. So I would still, I would, I felt like I would come away from a session that was so lovely and it'd be like five, 10 minutes with my kids and it would be back to like, oh my God, I'm exhausted. So I kept going back because I needed to go back because I felt really stressed. I felt really, I was angry. Like I was carrying so much anger. It was all coming out of my kids. And when you think about it, when I think about it, looking back now, to have, you know, a, a, two, a two-year-old toddler who's got, I mean, they all have energy, but Henry is like born like this Duracell bunny. You know, he came out like that. So he was like next level. And then Huey is like this little baby that I'm like breast trying to breastfeed. Um, and then I'm trying to, you know, not let Henry pick up like, you know, a drill, you know, like a pneumatic drill that's in one of the rooms because we were in this renovation. I mean, what the bloody hell were we thinking? Like looking back at it, I'm like, you know, a toddler and a baby is enough. Never mind a whole renovation and my partner having his business. And it was just so overwhelming, so exhausting that I was like, I felt like I was like climbing a wall, like, you know, like help, help, like just, I need to get out. So I was going back to this feeling that I felt in the room when I was having Reiki. And every time I would come out, you know, and it's, you realize this as you do it, the more and more you do it, that when I would shift the emotions in the session, so, you know, if I was like crying or if if something was picked up and discussed in the session and it would be like, oh, you've, you've really like, you know, just touched on something there, I would come away and feel a little bit lighter. Is that, that makes sense? I would come away feeling like, you know, better in some way somehow there was some validation going on whether it was from the practitioner or from the energy movement or from the the guides that were in the room I felt there was some validation but I still even when I'd had the sessions and I then was attuned Reiki 1 and then Reiki 2 I was still like I there's parts of my life where I'm still getting angry where I'm still something is still underneath the surface and it and I felt in a way, because I'd become a practitioner at this point, that, and I was offering it, that I felt like, oh God, you know, I can't be preaching all of this peace and love and patience on my social media and to everybody. And then, you know, my kids are pissing me off to the point where I'm like, Josh, you know, it's like, surely I've got to apply this to my life. And that's when, you know, I came, well, I mean, I've been listening to you for so long and I always remember thinking, it's like she's in my brain. It's like she's literally heard my thoughts from thousands of miles away. And I just, you know, it's like I just needed to come to, well, I wanted to work with you because I I just think the way that you talk about stuff helps me to understand it. Um, And to be part of the alchemy circle, that's, when I think the real Reiki work has, has started because I am really understanding now. I'm re- the the anxiety and the anger and everything that was coming up before is just dissipating more and more with every session or with every bit of you know work that I do on your 
um, you know, on the on the teachables with the courses. It, I think that that's the work. That's yeah, that's definitely helping me to shift whatever was there or whatever is you know underneath the surface. Really, there's so much of what you shared. I mean, obviously, it makes me think of the Gokai because of the part of the anger. Um, but you bring up a really good point of, I think, you know, whatever's going on for people, it's, it's very common. It's a common story that we are either frustrated or anxious, or there's something going on in life. And then all of a sudden we come into connection with this work. And at first it's like, oh my gosh, this is amazing because it feels good. We're finally coming into like these glimpses of peace, very similar to what you shared, but then it is, then we start to wonder, well, what, what, how do I sustain this? But then the back end of once you start doing energy work, a lot is going to come to the surface. And so then all of a sudden you become like hyper aware of you and your emotions and all of these things. And again, it's like, oh, okay, so <laughs> now what do I do? Right. And it's mm -hmm. interesting for a lot of people in this process there's some background knowing or understanding, like we just kind of know, like, okay, I know that this is part of my healing, but what do I do, right? Mm -hmm. So it's interesting to hear your story of, you just wanted to connect to this peacefulness to, you know, feel the state of calm. And then, yeah, how do I, how do I do this? How do I share it? How do I maintain it? So can we talk a little bit about that? Because the underbelly of it is, yeah, it feels good. But then stuff is going to come up, right? So you start getting to know yourself in a new way. That could be an interesting dance for practitioners. What was that like for you? Like what started happening the deeper you went into practice? I just felt like reality had just totally shifted. And as much as I was enjoying this calm, this peace, it made me question a lot of other things in my life so a question like relationships you know he's very chill he doesn't suffer from anxiety um and it, it, he's you know he's a, a very loving partner he's an amazing dad but he he has his own business and he goes out to work so he doesn't and I think you know I don't know if this is a mum thing but it's like this emotional energetic connection that you have with your children that it's just always there so it's like this you know it's like this sense of feeling guilty no matter what you do um and I found like a lot of these things were shifting and I remember thinking the first time I looked at the girl Kai uh, after one of my achievements and I really stumbled at the first one because it was like you know today I'm free from anger and I was like like I'm always angry. What do you mean be free from anger? Well, I've already fed up. Like I'm, I was like, how can, well, what do you mean be, don't be angry? Like what, what is not angry? You know, what, how? Tell me, somebody tell me how not to be angry. Cause I was just like angry all the time. My kids were pissing me off. My parents were pissing me off. People just pissed me off. You know, when you're just like everything, it was like, you're so, you're shifting all of this energy. You're becoming aware of like, and you're getting this validation, this empowerment of, yeah, now, you know, it's like, that's, you should feel that and you shouldn't feel it. And you should, and of course you can cry, go and cry. And then you're like, you know, so I would be having <clears throat> arguments with Pete. So I was like, 
you know, it was, it's like, you know, our friends, when we've seen that episode of Friends when Phoebe's got that book and it's about burning stuff, you know, don't let him take your power or something like that. <laughs> it's like, I you know it's like kind of that even like, like you're trying to take my power, you're taking my power, these little energy vampires taking my power. So it's very like it was like I wanted to be free from anger, but I I was so angry. So I didn't quite understand how that was working really. Um, and I, I felt <laughs> I went in I, I went into Reiki and the meditation feeling less crazy than I did when I went to therapy because I, I thought well it must be something I must be crazy there's something wrong with me if I if I need to go to therapy like you know like, what's why would I need to go to therapy what's wrong with me I need to change I'm bloody great and then you know you've got go to Reiki thinking I've been to therapy, it's fine. Like, this is going to be amazing. I was going to meditate and shit out this. It's going to be great. And then, you know, I'm like, in making it's like, question, all this stuff's coming up. I'm like, it's just a very bizarre feeling because you, part of you is like, this is so amazing. And the other part is your, your emotions and your awareness is so heightened that, you know, you're starting to like really, you know, even if you're at the, the supermarket, the cashier looks and you're like, how dare you? You know, it's just this kind of crazy what the actual fuck is going on. Um, so, well, I just went off tangent, but um, <laughs> as usual, ah, it, it was it was very much uh, awakening to all the shit that I've gone on in my life and how I was trying to understand it all. But I think at the time, at first, because I was trying to understand it. I, there was a lot of blame going on so there was a lot of in my head there was a lot of finger pointing you know like my parents or you know like beats done that boys you know everybody's everybody it's everybody else's fault kind of thing and then that, so that was the initial um but as I've been working with you in the alchemy circle and all of the beautiful alchemists this group work which even in itself is not something that I ever really wanted to do because normally when I do group work I pick up on other people's energies and then I, I want to like I want to solve their problems so I'm like oh well, da, 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 you know I, and then I exhaust myself and I'm like I'm pretty sure this was supposed to be about me you know so it's that when I started working with you it's just this it's it's a really consistent a consistent guidance on the practicalities of Reiki you know, it started to come from this, oh, Reiki's like, you know, peace and love. And But at home, I'm going mental at my kids. Like, that's not what, I'm pretty sure that's not what I should be, like, you know, <laughs> teaching people. So it's only recently with this work, I would say, I think it was last year that I, I signed up, that I really, really started to understand it, thanks to your guidance. Well, the beautiful thing is I'm cracking up over here because one, you know how much I love your personality and I'm sure everyone is like, you know, over listening, just like smiling at the way that you express so openly. I love that. You're just so honest, Anna. Um, but there are a couple of things of what you said that really stand out that I want to make sure isn't lost, right? Like, so you put a lot of emphasis on the awareness that comes. And that's the part that I don't think a lot of people are necessarily taught in class or 
aren't necessarily prepared for how they are going to have this heightened awareness. Just like you mentioned, you become hyper aware of your feeling, what you feel in the non-physical, you become hyper aware of the way you're perceiving other people's energy and whatever their emotions may be. But then on top of all of that, you're also very aware of you and what you're going through. And so that can be a little challenging and um, uh, frustrating even initially. And it's just part of the process. It's part of the cycle or the phase that we go through. And I love the moon phases right behind you. But I wanted to talk about that too, because, you know, some people go to Reiki, they may have a class and then they don't practice and it just falls off. And they're like, yeah, I did this thing. I don't know what it is. But there are a lot of people who do. They make some attempt to be diligent in their practice, even if they don't know exactly what that's going to look like. They try, right? But we all go through some kind of process. And so you really put some emphasis on that too of we start out one way and we go through these cycles almost of unlayering and, oh, now I understand this bit. And like, oh, wait, now I'm bumping against something at what's happening. So I wanted to ask you a little bit about that. So you, you went in, you were feeling anxious. You have two young boys. You're like Reiki. Oh, I feel good. Peace and love. And then you go home and you're frustrated and you're like, Oh my God, these kids and something in you knew you're like, okay, I'm experiencing two different things. (laughs) Now, what is supposed to be happening? So then what did that process start to look like for you when you started to become aware even of this duality that you're experiencing, like, okay, there's this peace and love, I've touched it, I feel it sometimes. But there's this other part of me that I'm, I got to figure this out, right? How do I bring it in? How do I merge it together? So how did that process start unfolding to you, for you? And then how did you start bringing your practice into just your life, like just your everyday life? Yeah, so I think, you know, what really helped, I mean, the, I mean, let me just get the final words for this. So I was very ashamed of the fact that I was still getting angry with my children. That's the last thing you want. You know, I experienced that as a child. So I was very adamant that as a mother, I'm not going to do that to my children. But, you know, you carry this energy and these wounds with you. And, you know, it, it was happening. And I was aware of it and I was like, but I don't want to be like that. You know, I don't want to do that. I know I don't feel great in this moment. I'm, I know my kids don't feel great. I'm, you know, I'm getting angry and I'm having these outbursts. So even at my partner or whoever, and, and I feel shit afterwards. And um, there's just this huge like guilt then, you know, and I think, you know, what did help was the, when I joined the alchemy circle you were doing astrology and you did the natal chart for the alchemist and that really helped me because you talked (laughs) you talked about my sun and my moon and understanding that you know one was this calm romantic creative empathic energy and the other was this fire you know this like you know, I will cut you up, kind of what you said You said to me before. It was it's this rage, and it made me feel like, oh, okay, it's part of my personality. I started to be more forgiving, like, okay, right, so I'm not being this angry monster, you know, 
because what's the word because I choose to be I'm doing it because it's part of my energetic blueprint or whatever and it's obviously flaring up because like my kids are really triggering me and really ultimately at the bottom of that is it's they're triggering me from something way in my past that is coming up um and so understanding that I remember when you did that session actually and you you used my natal chart as an example <laughs> after that I was like right I'm done I don't need to go back to that astrology course anymore <laughs> I think one of the alchemists was like you didn't come back after that I was like oh yeah that was it she told me all about myself it was great um but I I remember thinking ah oh, okay so naturally I am quite fiery and then it started this kind of wondering how then should it could I could I harness this and I think the the scales were tipped in the balance of the fire a lot of the time uh, the reactions that I gave up until very recently were very were, were reactive it wasn't you know it's it's not like how you say you know respond instead of react I can clearly see that the reactivity has calmed so much I'm not I don't come from a place of anger first and foremost which is the biggest shift because I've carried that for so long and I grew up with that so it was naturally all I knew and so to to kind of break that chain of anger has been I think the biggest uh, and most powerful uh, impactive process really and that's just come from you know working very regularly with you with meditations or understanding um my energy a bit more and understanding the children's energy and how that you know can um trigger so it's yeah it's been this process of kind of looking at it um and thinking well what what can I do about this anger because it's it's still coming up um I'm working through it with all of the tools that you know, we work through in the alchemy circle. Yeah. You know, you remind me of so many beautiful things, Anna. One, yes, was, that was one of the reasons I fell in love with astrology because there were aspects of myself, for example, like I'm Aquarius, sun and rising, but I have a Pisces moon. And that Pisces moon was really being neglected by me. And I, it was partially because of how I was raised and I was in resistance to that aspect of myself. But once I learned about it and understood it, then just similar to what you said, I started to accept, be curious and start to integrate and acknowledge that part of myself. So then I could work with that energy in a healthy way. And it's, it's interesting because in this line of work, you know, with all the tools, the meditation, Reiki, all of the things we can use, they all point back to that relationship of how are we in relationship to ourselves? What are these layers to us that we may not have? Um, fully understood before. And the beauty of the acknowledgement, although it can be uncomfortable at first, like, oh my God, I feel like I'm angry. What is happening? 
that recognition in of itself then gives us something to work with, right? <laughs> so then like we admit yeah. like, okay, this is what I'm doing, but now how do I work with this? So I love what you share because I think it's a beautiful reminder that there's nothing wrong with recognizing our behaviors, our patterns, our wounds, our triggers. It's necessary to acknowledge what reveals itself to us so that we can then have the compassion, have more understanding, and then work on whatever it is, our layers and process of healing. But you remind me a lot of two um, people who are empaths, right? So a lot of people who are very sensitive to energy and they feel everything and they freak out about it. Like, oh my God, I feel energy. I don't know what to do, blah, 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 right? But then they yeah. come into different practices and techniques to help them manage their energy. Then they can engage with other energy differently. And that's a lot of like what you said reminded me of that. Like, so anyone listening, if you struggle with being reactive or easily triggered and you think I can't be any other way, I hope that this conversation is letting you know you can. <laughs> it's just like step one, don't judge yourself about it, but be curious about it. So yeah. I want to ask you about that. So now you've come into the space where you recognize how you were triggered and what was coming up for you. How did you work through those layers? Like, was it just a state of observing and having conversations with yourself? Did you, what did you do? And I also want to know how your interaction with your children and being a mom was like mirroring a lot of this work back to you, like how that helped you through your process. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. I started to recognize, you know, the, the mirror work because I didn't even know what that was. So, you know, understanding, oh, hang on. They're showing something back to me. And it wasn't just with my kids, but I noticed it, you know, in other relationships. And, then, you know, once you become aware of something, it's then everywhere, isn't it? And so it would stop me in my tracks just thinking, hang on a minute he's not doing this because he's not doing it because he's naughty or he's not doing it to piss you off he's doing it because he's learned it from you and that's like a big like because you know you feel as a parent that your children are a reflection of you so I'm looking at I'm not going to say Henry who's my eldest I have two boys Henry and Huey Henry is an Aries moon like me. So we are both very fiery. He's, um, so we, we you know, we, he, he challenges me and I think we challenge each other. And as he's got older and he's very intelligent, he's very articulate, he speaks his mind. And I'm, you know, and I'm looking and then I'm thinking, but you know, well, where does he get that from? You know I mean? You speak your mind. You're very, you know, determined when, when you don't want to do something and you question everything. So is it a bad thing? You know, why, why is it triggering you? That is, he is mirroring you. And all these things would come up. So I would be like, oh my God, how do I fix that? You know, where's the book for this? Which when you're a parent, you're reading a trillion books anyway to figure out what am I supposed to do? You know, you can read something one week about them sleeping. And with Henry, it was like, I just, there's no book for him. I just don't get it. You know, and, and so... I was like, well, what, what am I supposed to do? Like, I don't, I don't quite understand. I mean, he's very high energy. He's, 
beyond energetic. And for me, I'm just like, God, it's gone down. Like, seriously, I just need my peace. Like, why why are you just so energetic all the time? It's not like, you know, like if you're around somebody who, um, you know, sometimes you can be in a party or something, there's always somebody who's really like, and you're loud and I'm like oh god shut up you know and I'll just migrate to another room but I mean he's here he's around me I can't send him back so how am I supposed to how am I supposed to live with it and it, and it got to a point where I was like you know one of the greatest it's really not the greatest one of the most overused phrases when you're a parent is oh enjoy it oh they're only little for a short while I'm like thank god because this is like really not enjoyable and so people would say like oh enjoy it aren't they cute and in the background I'd be like feeling horrendous because I was like oh, yeah I love them I love them but I don't always like them like they're really annoying and demanding and oh, really you know just just too much it's so overwhelming I totally forget what the question is now but um yeah so um working with it yeah so mirror work and then learning there was shadow work so it's like all this stuff about me you know these the dark side really that you don't really show anybody do you except for those that are the closest to you so it was like all of that was coming to the surface and it was it's it's it was coming up and it was coming up at a time when I didn't really have a good Reiki practice consistent regular practice going on it was like I got my achievement and then it was like right that's it you know off you go and I just felt like I still don't get it but I feel bad that I don't get it because I want to promote this for other people and, and I want people to feel this but like I'm still being challenged here so to then understand that there were so many tools which is what's so brilliant about the work that you do because you have you know so many resources I mean obviously there's Reiki Radio but when you join your circle it feels like you're in this community where everybody's you know uh firstly they're so welcoming um and then you understand that everybody's working through their own like confusion or just quite not getting it uh, in their own way um, and to just have that time with you and time with other people and to have the resources like everything on teachable it's just amazing it's like going to school but it's like the school that I wish I'd have gone to you know it's like it's not I mean I loved I loved you know school in a way because I'm quite academic and I, I'm, I'm geeky like that but it was like wow can you you know it's just like oh I can learn all about this energy and and all of this stuff that didn't make sense to me before now it's starting to make sense I'm starting to understand myself I'm starting to love myself I'm starting to forgive myself and be in a space of non-judgment I also know that I have you know these tools of I can breathe and that sounds so daft so I remember you know somebody saying oh you can just breathe anywhere I was like seriously like you know I'm not going to just breathe when my kids are busy me off to the point where I want to, you know, chuck them out of the car. But really, truly, when you understand that breathing in such um, in such a simple way, but it's so bloody effective. Yes. You know, just that breath. 
and that stop in it, it whether it's overwhelm whether you're jumping in you know like because as a mum, that's what you do. You jump in. I'm going to fix everything for you. Stop crying. Oh my God. Oh, you know, I'll be happy all the time. Um, where you just take a breath and just, okay. Oh, just understanding what's at the root of it. That's the beauty of this work. It's just that moment, which sounds so simple of just taking a breath and just being like, just step back, step back. And just look at it for a minute before you react or you respond to it just yeah. take a moment do i need to respond to it how if i in my head now i'll play it out like if i'm <laughs> and like this morning oh so god the mornings with kids is just like you know i could tell them it uh, so many times please put your shoes on please put your shoes on. you know and it's that moment i can feel now where i'm I'm about to explode, but I don't because I either stop and take a breath and go, come on, like, well, so we'll be five minutes late. Well, this that's that's what we're gonna be. Or I explain it to my kids. Okay, you know, oh, I've asked you three times now and, I, and I'm starting to bubble up now. I'm starting to get like, you know, mummy monster's gonna come out. So um just having these little tools but they're they're little but they're so effective it's it's just so they're just so powerful well the coolest thing I mean when you said it I kind of want to jump up and down like yes Anna and this is really the beauty of the work which again I don't think maybe we realize up front that that's what's going to happen even though I think it's that that unspoken knowing that we're all craving is to love ourselves more right to be more accepting of ourselves to love ourselves more because I don't think a lot of us realize really the nature of the relationships we have with ourselves like we're just used to criticizing ourselves we're used to being hard on ourselves we're used to having whatever expectations we have on us and we're used to doing that to everyone around us like I want you to be this you're not being that we criticize and have expectation all the way around but I don't think we recognize how debilitating that can be to us and then we come into these spaces of you know like feeling bad about ourselves or not feeling good enough and feeling anxious and feeling worried and feeling frustrated across the board and not really knowing why but then from what you shared it's beautiful how you start observing and understanding your sons differently So instead of thinking like, what's wrong with this kid that has like this energy of an energizer bunny, instead you're like, wow, that's interesting. And he's actually marrying a lot of me back to me, right? And then you said it when you said like, I started loving myself more. I started, you know, just coming into that, having a deeper level of respect for you. Mm. And so it's funny how in the beginning you were like, how do I get rid of anger? What do you mean don't anger, right? But it's like, yeah, we still get angry, but the way that we deal with our anger starts to change. And then it starts to be like, we're less triggered, we're less blah, blah, blah. But that your relationship with you is what I'm curious about now. Because, you know, through all of this, what you've shared, again, I'm sure it will be helpful to a lot of people. How has just simply coming into a different kind of relationship with you been impactful to your life and what has that done to the relationship with your children your partner your friend whoever 
Oh, in what ways has it hasn't it not been impactful? It's changed everything. You know, I have I have love for myself because I, you know, give myself this nurturing, you know, which is through this work of giving myself time first. And I think as a mum, or I mean, I'm just talking as a mum, but for anybody, to give yourself time in this busy modern day world isn't easy. We're always doing, we're always, I mean, we're always connected on social media and there's so many things we can be doing. To just sit with yourself, it seems so foreign, but it's so necessary. And so to just sit and start to get to know yourself and start to really unravel where's all this judgment coming from you know where's all this where's these voices coming from and you you know as you work through them you pinpoint moments in time and relationships you've had and traumas that have been suffered and and they've you know they've they've attached on to you and even when you move into a um you know a new relationship a loving relationship because I remember when I you know Pete and I first got together and it, it I couldn't have asked for anybody more loving and yet I was like, I don't deserve this. Why would you love me? You know, that I'm broken. And, I, you know, it's like, it was bizarre to me the first time in my life to not receive criticism, you know, to think, wow, somebody like loves me unconditionally. That's, it blew my mind really. And I think that probably started, even before I started to do Reiki, was just to feel love in a way that wasn't you know um uh, based on whether I was doing something for somebody you know it, it was just I love you because you are you so it was such a profound it was so profound to to feel that from another person but I still didn't feel it for myself so it's taken all this time and work because it is work you know and and I say that to all of my clients it it is work it's it's beautiful to come and lie on the table it's 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 amazing to have this time out but there's stuff happening underneath and um it it's just this it's quite hard to explain really isn't it the self the self-love that you have I mean actually I remember thinking so very similar to the first part of the go-kai the last one was you know be kind to self and others but I didn't read that in the very first time I read the go-kai I read to be kind to all living things and again I've just gone angry at it as I was like oh god I'm back at the number one again because I was like how can I be kind to all these people that you know have made me feel this way and it's only now when I, you know, reread it and look at it with fresh perspective and more loving eyes and understand it as, well, you've got to be kind to yourself first before you can be kind to anybody else. And that definitely plays out now because if there's anger going on inside me, I'm just going to, that's going to ripple out. Whereas if I'm in this, you know, space of, love in the sense of I give myself the time and the energy and the nurturing whether it's just five minutes in the morning having a coffee and looking at the 
sky before I jump out of bed or meditate or you know um whatever it is that I I do that makes me feel good you know that kind of nurturing my inner child nurturing you know all of this energy that has brought me to this space of you know needing to change for my children um and so I acknowledge now that when I'm in this loving state of making sure I come first because that's another thing when you're a parent you know we're conditioned like oh you know babies you know you've got to do this for baby in fact my mum said something the other day because I've not been very well recently and she said oh no time to rest when you've got children you know it's like these phrases that are thrown at you and you're like oh okay oh my god you know how selfish am I that you know I'm poorly and I must be always forever on the go to just detach and really fill yourself up your mind and your body and your soul with pure love of you know what you're doing a great job and you know you don't have to have one shit together and it's totally normal and understandable that you feel these things and just that you know coming from a space of allowance and permission um non-judgment of that this is all normal and actually it's healthy you know I think we I don't know whether you know we have this conditioning of oh stop crying oh god you know don't don't show them emotions um whereas it's like wow let's just why not that's how you truly feel so let's just talk about them and honor them and 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 we'll get through it you know help you get through it I think I just have I I talk to myself a lot um you <laughs> talk to myself a lot anyway but I just myself and, um even moments like now where if there's a the other night Pete was doing something with cryptocurrency like I really just am not interested in that whatsoever but that's he's he's loving it he, you know I know part of me was like gone back to that god why is he doing that why is he not watching Netflix with me like selfish bastard you know like how could you not why are you not staying with me like you know this is what we do and I just had a word with myself at the moment I was like we don't have to do spend every night together for me that's like a revelation you know it was like oh we don't have to spend every night together actually Anna he's doing what brings him joy and just back off and just enjoy the time to yourself so it's just you know the moments now that would have triggered me before I've just changed so much not that I don't have the initial thought process it definitely comes up but I just don't act on it that's yeah. a huge thing and I think a lot of people don't realize how powerful that, those recognitions are that um that awareness again, you know, I mean, really just so much of what you've shared speaks so, so powerfully to the necessity of building a healthy relationship with ourselves first and foremost, but how it trickles out into everyone and everything in our life. And I do want to ask you about now, um, because you did mention working with your clients. And I know that the work we do on ourselves is so impactful to how we hold space for other people. So I wanted to talk to you about that because a lot of people listening, practitioners may have 
pressures they put on themselves, fears about holding space for others. Am I ready? Am I good enough? All of these things, right? What was your experience when you decided I'm going to start holding space for others and doing session? And then how has your self-work supported the way you give session? Well, um, asked people who I kind of felt comfortable you know I didn't put it out there as a business really I just asked um people that were already in my life friends really um if they wanted to come and experience this because um I need I said I needed to practice I'm I'm you know I just think honesty is is best I'm probably too too honest sometimes um but I just think if you are honest about it and say that you know I don't know everything I don't know I'm really the student and I always will be but if if I could um if you you know if I could work with you um to help me uh you know gain experience and you might enjoy it at the same time and you can let me know your thoughts so that was I, I kind of took the pressure off myself in that way because I just it was like a volunteer thing so I didn't feel at first that financial you know exchange kind of pressure but then when I kind of thought well you know what I'm I'm pretty I'm feeling pretty confident about this now so then it shifted to well this is my time you know this is my time and anybody who has their own business you charge for your time don't you I mean my partner has his own business so I kind of looked to to him and, and we had a discussion because he's you know, he had to reevaluate, he's had to reevaluate his costs and his, you know, working day rate. Or, and you just kind of think, well, yeah, you know, it's that, it's that you have to value what you do. And I think that comes with when you are practicing it or just, you know, when you're trialing it, but at the same time, you're still working it on yourself. I, I always say, you know, because I, I have, you know, I do paper crafting, as you know, that's my, that's my other side hustle. Um, and it's a very similar mentality. It's doing something for yourself, first and foremost. You're doing it because you enjoy it. And I try to get that message across in, in I mean, I don't teach Reiki just yet, but I'd like to think that when I do, the idea is that it's you first, you know, you and your um, your energy comes first always, especially in this work, because, you know, you can't pour from an empty cup. You, you know, you cannot go, I suppose, just, you know, if you're, if I don't have energy as a mother to look after my children, I mean, not so much now because they just want to go on iPads, but when they were little, it was, you know, you, you need that energy, you need to replenish your energy. And so, just kind of being, I keep coming back to the space of if I don't do the work, if I'm not, you know, understanding my behavior and my emotions, if I'm not practicing what I'm preaching, then I'm not really, uh, you know, being the kind of, um, I can't think of the word really. I'm not really showing Reiki in the way that is being authentic 
you know, I have to live what I'm preaching. I have to practice what I preach. And I so have to just... ask you this, Anna, because exactly what you just said just made me go like, oh, yes, 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 yes. Good. Please answer this. I'm glad you stopped me then because I think I was just going to go off on a tangent. No, no, no. But what you just said is, you know, having this mindfulness of practicing what you preach, but also like, you know, being this expression of Reiki. And so again, like we all have different ideas of what Reiki is. I mean, technically what we may have learned in a class or what's in a book, but then as you practice, you start to understand whatever this in however way you do. So what does that mean for you? Like for people listening who may be practitioners or just starting or curious, as someone said to you, what is Reiki? What is it? And what would you say is the benefit of it in your life? Yeah, I mean, I think Reiki is managing, is life management. It's managing, oh shit, that comes up, using tools, using very simplistic tools, but that are very powerful. Um, and I think often, you know, you kind of overlook the simple things where modern day we're looking for a a quick fix or somebody else to do it whereas you know understanding that reiki is your energy and understanding how your energy is impacting others i think that's at the crux of it who and, and behavior and how that behavior and your emotions and everything that, and your thoughts how they are um creating these you know this energetic ripples I guess that's probably like the most technical I've ever said it but um the best way for me to describe it because I'm quite a visual person for me is Reiki life before Reiki was I was on the surface of the water like like this you know flapping my hands like trying to stay afloat trying to keep my head above the water for fear of going under. That's how life felt in every single way before children or not with anxiety, with issues, you know, from my childhood, relationships, everything where it was like, I'm just keeping my head above the water. And then Reiki came into my life and, you know, I started to let myself just go. I started to let myself go and I, and, and I went under the water and I realized that actually it's such a vast, beautiful space and there's nothing to be afraid of. You know, I can come back up to the surface and go deeper. I can go whichever way I want. It's like this beautiful, curious, um, it's, it's, it's curiosity. You know, I think curiosity and learning how to really love your energy and create loving energy for you and and as a result as an extra that just ripples out so I guess that's a very water-based idea because I'm a Pisces. So, <laughs> you know it's um 
I can't remember what the question was. No, I I asked you what Reiki was to you. And honestly, that was like one of the most beautiful descriptions, the beautiful, most beautiful ways I've ever heard it described. And so, yeah, when you listen to yourself back in the playback, you're like, oh, that's how. <laughs> no, but it was, it was really, I, I loved that um, way of describing it was actually, I mean, that's phenomenal. And so I have to then follow up with, the question that I'm asking all of the alchemists, and as you know, there's no right or wrong, just what it is for you. I've asked everyone in the series so far, who is your practice for? So Anna, who is your practice for? Well, it's for my higher self. It's for, you know, it's for the me that I don't even know who I am. Because I need to get out of the way. You know, I, I practice for me. But I don't even really know who the who the real me is. I'm I'm practicing it because I'm getting somewhere, you know. But ultimately, I I do this because I mean, first and foremost, I practice for me. Yeah. And as a result, I know that that has a positive impact on those around me, my children, my partner, my family. Who you know? I mean, we have been through, you know, such tough times and to be in this place where we can be together and I don't feel any of the anger or the anxiety it's not that I've pushed it down it's not that I've just gone you know it's I've worked on all of these layers and so I practice for myself I will always practice for myself and and, you know because there's you know you can't do it for anybody else you can't you know they have to do it for themselves but I, I (laughs) <laughs> that's it it's it's the beauty of the work isn't it it I practice for myself and as a result the love pours in and, and pours out so that was like I don't even know what that was trying to mean but I was just going to go back to I was just going to go backtrack a minute because when you asked about Reiki and how it helps me and I know that I just gave that you know very very um phenomenal um a kind of visual but on a practical level so on a practical level because this is really what I want people to understand I don't want people to think that you know doing this work is we are all about just being kind to everybody and loving everybody and you know suppressing our feelings it's ultimately it's about being compassionate you know that's the place we want to get to and it is of course about loving people in you know kindness and compassion all of that but it's um from a practical sense it means I don't suffer anxiety I can walk out my house and I can go into any situation well you know unless it's I'm afraid of heights but other than that you know I can go anywhere and feel like I know how to deal with the situation you know I have tools in my in my you know I have various ways that will help me to think how best can I manage the situation whether I need to walk away whether I need to just take a moment to breathe whether I need to communicate whether I need to speak my truth you know it's that kind of practicalities of you know healthy boundaries with people with myself you know the letting go of uh, judgment perfectionism uh, letting go of my ego, letting go of control, you know, for my children, 
So from a, uh, you know, from a practical sense, what I want to get across to people who, uh, anybody who's doing Reiki, um, but especially from my mum point of view, is that, you know, it's really, it's really tough when you are suffering with anxiety and anger and it's all triggered from your children that these you know the joys of your life that you're supposed to you know be so happy with all the time and it and and it's just understanding that it's okay to feel all of the feels and there's a way in which this work can really help you practically just you know just just to get down to your local supermarket and do a full shot without you know, feeling overwhelmed or to get through the bedtime routine without, you know, getting really cross. It's, right. it's so, it's, it's so important. Um, and so really, really effective. That is so beautiful, Anna. And I love um, a few minutes ago when you said love pours in and love pours out. You said it so matter of fact, like, hello, who else would I practice before? It's me, right? But it was so beautiful. And again, you know, I always love the way <laughs> that you communicate things and the way you describe, but also that you are, I mean, you kind of, you pull no punches, right? And that's part of the reason I was excited about this conversation, because you are so direct and honest and um, what your experiences have been and what they are. And I know that you even um, have done work with like wanting to hold space for people who are mothers and giving them the opportunity to learn how to work through the layers that you've been working through so beautifully. And so I want to make sure and I want to point out as well, again, like, you're a mother to these two boys, you have really two businesses, you have your Reiki practice, and you're holding space for people in that way. Plus, you're doing your own self practice throughout everything you do in your life. And then you also have the stamping business where you are expressing very creatively. So you have a lot going on. And I just want to highlight that for people who think I don't have room for this. I mean, you clearly have figured out a way to make it work. So for people who do want to work with you, learn more about you, your work, your story, either side of your businesses that you do, what are the best ways to connect with you, to find you online? Oh, well, social media. I mean, that is, that is the best, the best way. Um, so my Reiki, <laughs> my Reiki handle is Instagram at sisterhood of the rose Reiki, I think um it's not the most memorable and it's quite long-winded to type um, um so yeah uh but you can um i'm also it's probably easier on my on my crafting page which is i have a website annapickering.com that's that's really easy to remember and that's um you know the creative side and i think it flows it ties in really well i'm always thinking well as always i'm conflicted with what to do um, because of my my moon and my sun but with this work I was thinking oh you know should I be doing the creative stuff should I be doing the Reiki stuff but it actually flows really nice and I've we've uh, you know we I'm so lucky that I've recently um got this garden studio which is kind of has two halves to it so the side room at the minute is specifically for Reiki and energy work and you know where people can come down and you know have hands-on healing and the other section is the crafting. And so what's really beautiful is you find in this work, if you are naturally creative, that as you as you bring up more 
um, of the beautiful energy within you, it kind of gives you clarity and ideas for creativity. You're letting yourself be seen even more. You know, you are showing yourself truly through your creations. So it's quite a nice mixture. And I do find like the people who come for crafting are quite open to Reiki and, you know, and vice versa. Um, but yeah, you can find me on, on, on my website, annapickering.com. Um, or if you want to go to my Instagram for crafting, it's mama do the stamp. That one is much more memorable. People remember. <laughs> Just message me on there about either Reiki or crafting. So mama do the stamp. We also have Sisterhood of the Rose Reiki. And yeah. we could also go to annapickering.com. And anyone listening, don't freak out. All the links to connect with Anna are down in the show description. So yeah, you can just scroll down and click on any yeah. of the links. But I yeah. just want to um, put it out there to make sure that they know. And I have to say, Anna, um, I remember like you used to send me messages prior to ever coming to the Alchemy Circle. And we would exchange a bit on social media, um, Instagram and these things. And it really has been so lovely getting to actually know you and um, connecting with you through the group and all that you share. And you're just hilarious. I'm sure anyone listening can tell like how funny <laughs> of a personality you have. So I want to thank you for all of your contributions to the Alchemy Circle. I want to thank you for allowing me to be a part of your journey, but even more for showing up today and sharing so many of your insights with everyone on the podcast. So I just wanted to thank you very much for all that you share my love oh thank you honestly I'm so grateful for this opportunity I'm I'm just so I'm so grateful for the work that you do you know everything that you do from you know the the podcast and to hearing you and feeling like you're in my home and you're in my thoughts and and to be so kind as to respond to messages and um even just you know to have the one-to-ones where you were just listening and it was it's such a kindness and it then it you know it made me want to just work with you more and more and more and more and and I learned so much I, I just can't tell you the past year of working with you my knowledge it's, it's just like everything is I understand it all now it's just expanded and I'm so grateful to you and I just love everybody in the Alchemy Circle as well they're just so amazing so thank yeah. you for doing this. Oh, honey, I feel like I lucked out so much, but I always say, you know, like I always had the intent of please calling forward the people who really want to do the work, that really want to do the work, um, very self-focused and what a beautiful result it has been. And so again, I thank you so much for all you shared. I'm sure a lot of people will resonate with you. Be sure to check out Sisterhood of the Rose Reiki um, but all of the links, yes, I'm going to put them all down in the show description and everyone else, if you have questions for Anna too, like reach out to her. She is amazing. As you can tell, she's in the UK. So if you want to do in person with her, that's where she is, but <laughs> she, you can work with her remotely as well. So thank you, my love. And for everyone else, we'll see you soon. Okay. Beautiful alchemist. Didn't I tell you? <laughs> Anna is so much fun. Anna, thank you so much again from the bottom of my heart for coming to share today. Um, you really are inspiring with just how open, honest, and vulnerable you are in your sharing. 
And if you all want to see more of what Anna shares and more about her work, her creative expression, how she's working with energy and meditation, be sure to check out her work, uh, Sisterhood of the Rose Reiki on social media. Again, the links to connect with Anna are down in the show description. And if you want to join me and other alchemists in the alchemy circle, you're always welcome to join us. You can uh, find out more information on my website, theenergeticalchemist.com. You'll be invited to our live gatherings, but you'll also have access to our past events and past classes. So there's a lot of content for you to work through at your own time, at your own pace, helping you to understand energy and yourself in deeper ways. But again, you also get to work with a beautiful group of people to support you in your path as well. So I thank you as always for being here. Thank you for tuning in to Reiki Radio. Don't forget, if you want more updates about the energy of the month, sign up for my newsletter at theenergeticalchemist.com. If you enjoy the show at all, please leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcast or Spotify or iHeartRadio, wherever you listen. It's just that your ratings and your feedback help to share this work with other people who may be seeking support and understanding these beautiful tools that we use. So I thank you all for your presence. I hope that you have a beautiful week. You'll meet another alchemist next week. And remember to always journey in love.